This is episode one. What are you famous for? Hello and welcome to the Make Money with Massage podcast, where we show you strategies to successfully market and promote your massage business. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. In this episode, we're going to talk about establishing your identity in the massage industry. We're going to talk about steps you can take that will set you apart and make you stand out from your competition. Because after all, if somebody hasn't come to see you, if somebody doesn't know what you do, how you do it, and what results you get, how do you expect them to come and see you instead of walking in the door of your competitors? But before we get into that information, just want to run a couple of things by you that once again, I do have that free 15-page report on some common marketing mistakes. It could really be hurting your massage business. And you can pick that up at makemoneywithmassage.com slash massage marketing mistakes. That's makemoneywithmassage.com massage marketing mistakes. Now, I'm also offering free 20-minute Skype coaching sessions. Now, these sessions are no obligation. They are purely complimentary, no strings attached. I'm not going to try to sell you anything. We're just going to get on a Skype call. We're going to talk about what your major issue is at the moment in getting your massage business up and running. Okay, so before we look at how we're going to put the marketing material together, we first got to look at what we're marketing. We've got to have a very, very clear picture as to what services you are providing and what the benefit is that the client will get when they see you. I see it so many times and I'm sure you do too. You're walking down the street and there is a board after a board after a board just going massage $50, remedial massage $60, reflexology $50. And as I said, as a trained massage therapist yeah we know that a massage a relaxation massage we we sort of know what we can expect if we go in there we well remedial massage though look because there's no set routine for remedial massage that could be anything we don't know what techniques that particular therapist is using we don't know whether they're specializing in anything we don't know about their results We have no idea. All we know is that they're doing remedial massage and they're going to charge you X amount of dollars. So if we're trained in massage and we don't have a clear understanding about the services that a fellow massage therapist is providing, what hope do you think a member of the general public has who maybe has even never had a massage before, what hope do they have at knowing who they should go and see just based on the style of advertising that the majority of therapists put out there. Now, quite regularly in my practice, I'll have somebody come in with a piece of paper and they say, I've got this in my letterbox this morning, and it's a little flyer from the local massage therapist, and it will say things like $40 special, first visit only, we do remedial massage, myofascial release, all these different techniques, they're all listed and the and I go yeah and and the client says well what's my facial release well they can't even pronounce it anyway but the point is what they're saying is that the advertising that's going out there is not talking to the client the client has no idea 
what services the therapist is providing in the first place. So without knowing what service is being provided, how on earth are they going to know whether that therapist is going to be helpful to them? So first, we've got to identify what services we are going to be providing, but more importantly, what is the benefit? What is the outcome of our treatment? Now, are we providing a specific style of treatment to a specific group? So are you going to be offering a specialised service or are you going to be offering a unique experience? Okay, so maybe as a remedial therapist, you could specialise in a specific area. You could specialise in injury management or low back pain, neck pain, headaches. There's all these different areas that you can specialise in. You could even go into things like fibromyalgia and other complaints. If you're into the relaxation side of massage, well then you can put together a unique experience. Make sure that when a client comes to see you, they get an experience that they cannot get anywhere else. Now you might combine some particular styles of massage with some essential oils. You might give them a totally unique sensory experience, but whatever you do, what you have to do is you have to stand apart. You've got to dare to be different. You can't afford to blend in and just be like all the others. Now, one thing a lot of therapists do is when they're having trouble finding new clients, they think, well, no, maybe I'm not offering the right type of service. So I might, if I go out and I learn this technique or I learn that technique or I learn this technique, then magically the clients are going to come. And so they go out and they spend a lot of money and a lot of time learning all these different and fantastic new techniques and they still struggle to find clients. Because just because you put an yet another technique or style onto your business card or your brochure doesn't translate into somebody walking through your door. And no doubt we've all heard the term jack of all, master of none. And I would suggest that instead of you going out there and just learning technique after technique after technique, that you focus down and you actually reduce down and you come down to a set of skills that you are very good at. So you know that you are very good at releasing the back, for example. And so you are now going to become a pain specialist or a back specialist. So everything that you do is now going to revolve around specializing in getting skills and honing those skills in that area so that when people come to you, they will get a result they have never, ever had before. And they go, wow, I've never had a treatment like that before. And well, my back is so loose and I'm feeling great. That is what you've got to aim for. Now, I know we've got to go on and do our continuing education and learn stuff, but part of that continuing education can also be business skills. You don't have to just keep on going out there and learning new techniques that you may not even apply in your clinic. So I would ask you to consider that if you are having trouble marketing your business and finding new clients, that some of your ongoing education is targeted towards learning marketing and business skills. And I'm sure your association will credit you for that because after all, that is still improving your business. It's, it's, a, it's still a skill that you need to be out there as a successful massage therapist. 
Now, one thing I have recently implemented into my own massage practice is a very, very short four-question survey that I give to my clients when they come in, and it simply asks them what was the purpose of today's visit, what is their expected ultimate outcome. I then ask them if they were searching on the computer for a solution to their problem, what would they type into a search engine? And then I ask them about what has been their experience with massage and other modalities in the past. Now, this gives me a great insight in a number of areas. Firstly, it gives me an indication of what exactly my clients are coming to see me for. It gives me a clear indication of what they expect as their ultimate result from seeing me. And it shows me too what they would be typing into a search engine. And this helps me in my marketing campaigns in my wording, because now I can use the words that the clients themselves are using. So now I'm talking to them in their language. I know what they're going to be typing into the search engines to look for a solution to their problem. And now that I know the specific reasons why they're coming to see me, it makes my choice of courses so that when I'm looking at improving my skills, I know that I can go and get skills in this particular area to make my treatments even better. So if I'm tossing up between course A and course B, and course B is more tailored towards what my clients are looking for, that is going to be an obvious choice. So once again, I'm still out there, I'm doing courses, I am learning new techniques, but those techniques are tailored towards a very focused, specific group of clients with specific problems. One of the biggest concerns people have, and it doesn't really matter what business they're in, is that they don't want to restrict their their clients or they don't they don't want to restrict their prospective market by focusing in on one area but as marketers we know that we have to be specific we have to what they call niche down if we can talk to a subset of people in their language and say we are going to solve their problem that is going to bring you so much more business than just putting out a generic ad saying remedial massage or relaxation massage. If you can put a message out there saying that you specialize in, for example, let's 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 use back pain as an example. Now, if you specialize in back pain, then you can write very, very specific targeted marketing campaigns and promotions that when your prospective client sees them and reads them, they'll go, wow, that's for me. I've got to go and see Tim because I know that he understands me and he's got the results on the board and he knows how to fix my problem. That's because you target in and you promote yourself as a specialist doesn't mean that you can't do the other general work. doesn't mean that if somebody walks in off the street and wants no, their headache fixed or they've got a sore knee or they just want a relaxation massage, whatever. Just because you specialize in an area, it doesn't mean that you are limited in doing that work. You, you can still, no, you, you, you are still open to treat anybody for any, anything within your scope of practice. But the point is that when you are spending your time and your money and your focus on bringing new clients in, then you have got to be targeted. You've got to hit that bullseye and you've got to speak to the client and you've got to speak to the client in terms of what the benefits are, not saying, you know, I'm going to do some myofascial dry needling followed by some 
myofascial release. I'm going to do some soft tissue release, uh, followed by some anchor and stretch. No, they don't, they don't care about all the techniques that you use. Just like when you go to an accountant, you just want the accountant to get you the biggest possible return from the tax department as they possibly can. And you don't care about their knowledge. You don't care about whatever the tax legislation is, Article 5, Paragraph 3, rah, rah. You don't care. You're not interested. If you cared about it, you'd probably do your tax return yourself. You don't care about the person's technical knowledge or whatever when they're doing that tax return. You just want the result. And your client wants the same thing. They don't care about all the different techniques you use. Obviously, as long as you're not torturing them and, and you're working at a 12 out of 10 pressure all the way through, but they don't care. They just want to put their, their faith and trust in you. They just want to lie on that massage table, let you do your work, and they want to get up and they want to have some relief. They want to have some solution to their problem. So I'd like you to just consider what I've mentioned in this episode have a look at what you really enjoy. What are you passionate about? Maybe you've had a specific problem yourself and that's why you decided to go into massage because you found massage beneficial for something that you had and you're passionate about that and that's what you want to treat. Maybe you've got skills in a particular area that are unique, that, that you are really, really, really good at getting rid of headaches. You might be great at doing prenatal massage and now there's this oncology massage. There's all these different specializations that you can go into all you do is just pick one just pick one okay and then in a later episode we'll talk about how to target your marketing message to your specific target group okay so i hope you found the information useful and as always the show notes for this episode can be found at makemoneywithmassage.com slash zero zero one that's make moneywithmassage.com slash zero zero one. Now, if you enjoyed this episode and you're finding it useful, please, I'd really appreciate it if you took the time to pop over to iTunes and leave an honest rating and review and also subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, your reviews do help rank the show in iTunes and the higher the show ranks, the more people can find it and the more people who find it the more people I can help. So ultimately, your reviews are helping others as well, which is a great thing. Thank you so much for your time. I do know that we live in a very, very busy world. We've got so much competing for our attention. And the simple fact that you took the time to listen to this episode, I really, really do truly appreciate it. I hope that you find information in this episode and in the future episodes useful and that you take action and that it helps you build a large, profitable, thriving business. And until next time, take care.